So we already know um, it's called the prophecy of Jesus. Uh, prophecy of Jesus' birth. Um, there's only 12 verses, verses 26 through 38. But if you were to go back to verse 1, you will see that uh, John was um, thus prophesied to come and to uh, to be born of his mother who was barren. Um, that she hadn't had um, any children. And also, it's come to find out that this same woman was the uh, cousin of Mary. So, um, if we were to go there, you would see that first. And that's why John is also called the forerunner, which means he came before Christ. But as John stated himself, that he is not better than Christ. So... Um, let's go ahead and just begin. And in the sixth month, uh, and in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city, unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin, virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, "Hail, thou art highly favored." The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Um, we'll first start off by just talking, uh, or our first point would be that she was chosen. Just like Mary, just like us, we're all chosen by God to represent him through Jesus Christ. Once again, all those who are saved are chosen by God to represent him through Jesus. We're chosen by God to represent him through Jesus. The only way we can truly represent God is through Jesus. Only way we can, our works can be accepted, our works can be um, uh, pleasing to God is if they are done through Jesus. So Mary would not be famous. Mary would not be known. Mary would not be honored. Mary would not be favored. Mary would not be um, highly esteemed if it were not for Jesus. So the reason we're talking about Mary right now is because of Jesus. The reason we're celebrating Christmas, the reason we celebrate Easter, the reason we celebrate our life as a Christian is because of Jesus, right? And so here what we see is that God sends an angel, the angel Gabriel. He sent him to go meet with Mary and tell Mary that she is blessed and highly favored. Let's just sit right there right now. She's chosen. She's blessed. She's highly favored. I, I've heard favor ain't fair. That's true. Y'all ever heard that saying, man, favor ain't fair. It's not. Sometimes favor is just not fair, right? Some people just like who they like, and you can't get mad at that. And they're going to make sure that their family is taken care of before you are taken care of. Favor ain't fair, right? Even though you might be more deserving of whatever they're giving out, favor just ain't fair. But in this particular instance, favor is going to add on suffering. Think about it. We are chosen by God through Jesus 
and were chosen to suffer because Christ suffered. And so even though Mary is blessed and highly favored, it doesn't look like what everybody else walks around and says. She's about to have a baby before she gets married. Now it says espouse. And this word espouse, let's talk about this word. This word espouse is basically a contract. And it's basically stating that Mary and Joseph are going to be married. So she can't marry anybody else. And Joseph can't marry by anybody else. But Mary is blessed and highly favored. And now she's about to have a baby. And she hasn't even seen Joseph with his clothes off. Let's just say that. She ain't even seen him with his clothes off. But there's a mutual binding contract that says that these two are going to be married. <laughs> Think about that. She's chosen. She's highly favored. But there's an agreement that comes between Joseph and Mary that says she can't look at nobody else. She can't touch nobody else. That is my boo. And I got locked down because this contract says I got her on lock. Now, the only way that the contract can be broken is if what happened? Sex before marriage. If she loses her virginity and she's blessed and highly favored, she has not lost her virginity, but something is about to happen inside of her that has to be done by nobody else but God himself. Now y'all see the dilemma of the blessed and highly favored person. Now you see why people say that we crazy, right? Now you see why people are like, no. It's because God is different and God is far above our, our thoughts, our imagination, our dreams. God is way bigger than that. Where something similar to this, not too similar because... She was. She had already seen her husband, and they already did that thing. They just wasn't able to conceive in the Old Testament. And who was that? Father who? Father Abraham, right? His wife couldn't have a baby, huh? She couldn't have children. And so someone had to intervene, and that is God himself. But here we see that Mary is chosen. She's highly favored, but she's espoused. And now the angel comes to tell her that she's about to have a baby. <clears throat> Verse uh, 29. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying. And in her and in casting her mind, what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. So, first we're chosen, right? Secondly, we are representatives. The angel says that you're going to call his name Jesus, right? And so therefore, everyone who hears his name afterward will call his name Jesus. She's going to represent. We are saved, right? Miraculously, right? We would not choose God. God has to choose us I, the verse says um, it says um, that we love him because he 
first loved us, right? It doesn't say, uh, I love I, that God loves me because I first loved God. We would not choose God. Let's just, first of all, just sit here for a little while and just be honest. If you look at TV and you see all the things that people can have, like money, right? Cars, clothes, jewelry, women. And then you come over and you come into church and you see all the things you can't do. Which one are you going to choose from your natural flesh to represent? Everything that look good and everything that feels good. We're not going to just walk up and just be like, man, you know, man, I decided to, you know, choose Jesus. Don't nobody just walk up and say that. Oh, they might walk up and say it after they done been in the world and they done been beat up by the world and the world has taken advantage of them. And all of a sudden, they're just like, it is much, it's far better, right? To be with Christ and to be in the world. But she's chosen to represent someone who is going to come and save the world. And that's Jesus himself. And look, it says, y'all, you found favor with God. I keep going back. They say, I'm blessed and I'm highly favored. I'm just walking in my purpose because I'm destined to be great. Not knowing that this favor is going to cause Mary to suffer. Once again, she has a binding contract that can't nobody touch her. I don't care what nobody say. If if my wife is pregnant and I, ain't, I wasn't a part of the process, we got a problem. <laughs> got a big problem. A very big problem. Got a very big problem. And I ain't dumb. I know I wasn't there. I'm not dumb at all. I know I wasn't there. Joseph ain't crazy. He wasn't there. And we'll see that Joseph is going to have to hear from God himself. Because that's the only person that's going to help you when you <laughs> about to throw her out. God going to have to come talk to you just like he talked to Mary. Think about it. You about to get married and you find out she big old bump in her stomach. You'll be like, boy, I ain't even seen you. I was in California and you... <laughs> And where were you in Iraq? Ain't no way. Ain't no ain't no ship. If the shipping couldn't got there on time enough to make that happen, it had to be God. But she's blessed and she's highly favored, right? Not only one, she's chosen, not she's two, she has to represent God. And look how great a representation this shall be. It says verse 32, he shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. The Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom, and there shall be no end. Chose to represent somebody who's going to come, and it ain't going to be no end. Now think about this. David was a great king. When David was a king, he was a mighty conqueror. And David come through, and when it's time for David to go to war, David defeats all who was out there who were against Israel and who were against God himself, right? Not only that, David started off the great, um, his great um, um, conquest or conquership through the fact that he and Goliath had a what? A fight. 
right? And all David used was a sling and a stone, right? And he kills Goliath, right? But then you go further on down into, um, into David's life. You know, he's this great conquering king. He's established the kingdom. He had, he's a man after God's own heart. But one day, David, who was supposed to be at war, goes and steps out on top of the building of his kingdom. And he looks down and he sees Bathsheba and he says, good night. David is supposed to be at war, but he's chilling back at home, got to relax. And he's walking on top of his kingdom, his roof, and he looks down and he sees Bathsheba. He doesn't see her just walking. He sees Bathsheba taking a bath, <laughs> showering. And David falls because good night. He's seen Bathsheba. And no doubt, if he did that, how much weaker are we? Think about that. Bathsheba is showering, and David says, hey, go get her and bring her over here. Finds out that she's married and still just like, man, we will have to make this work. Gets her pregnant, right? Then he has a son named Solomon by the same lady, right? whose husband he kills. And Solomon, if you read about him, Solomon, when he was there, there was peace. There was so much peace all throughout the land. And people enjoyed Solomon for his wisdom. And they came to him, traveled far just to hear what he would say. Right? And Solomon's wisdom was so great that two women came and one woman laid on her baby, killed hers, and then she stole the baby of the other ones. And then Solomon said, you know what? We're just going to chop the baby in half. And they found out then who the mother was because the one whose baby it was said, let her have the baby. Right? And they just was like, wow, this man is great. He's a king. He has peace. And Solomon goes and marries foreign women. And he's David times 40. He got women on top of women on women on women. Concubine, concubines, all this different thing. He's a great king, but then it all goes to shambles. But here, in it's verse 32, it says that he's, he's going to be called the son of the highest. The Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. He shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom shall be no end. Jesus is Jesus came on the scene, no doubt. Boy, I bet they was like, oh, Jesus. You know how we say, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I bet that when they seen this, like, oh, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Girl, he healing the blind. People getting up from the dead. <laughs> you, think, you think they was over talking to us, Grace, talking to you, boy. You can look, you can look your best, but you ain't, you ain't raised nobody from the dead. And yet, without sin. Like, back up. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? I got this. Look, I am God himself. I know what's inside of you. I know what you're trying to do. The highest, the king, she's called. She's chosen. She's representing him. And then we have a king who's not going to fail, who's not going to fall, who's not going to make a mistake. What he does, he gets it right because he is, he is God himself. He is God in the flesh. <laughs> and 
Verse 34. Then Mary said unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. So, not only are we chosen, not only are we called to be representatives, but thirdly, God does the work. Yes, it's through us, but God does the work. God does it. It's, there's no way <coughs> that we ourselves are doing this great work. First of all, like I said earlier, we, if we had to choose to go to church or go play basketball today, what would you have chosen? Basketball. Amen? Let's be honest. If you had to choose to stay up and play video games or go to a revival at night, which one would you choose? Play video games, right? It, it just makes sense, right? We would not choose him, so he chose us and he changed us, right? So that we could represent him. And so when we start representing him, we find joy in the fact that he's far better than basketball. He's far better than video games. He's far better than your girlfriend. Far better than anything you can offer me. Christ is far better than. But if God is going to do a work and he's going to do a work through me, he's going to have to do it himself miraculously. And it has to be a miracle. Because when God starts using me, my little old crazy self, it's going to have to be a miracle. Because if you knew what I used to do, <laughs> it's a miracle. If people know who you used to be, it's a miracle, right? How can someone who used to be a killer get saved and all of a sudden want to now give his life up? How can someone who used to steal all of a sudden want to give back? How can someone who, wants to, who used to lie all of a sudden want to tell the truth? How can someone who used to be a pimp, a player, all of a sudden only want to be married to one woman? It has to be a miracle. And here, here's the greatest miracle that takes place. God puts a baby in Mary's womb. Well, I mean, God shouldn't have done nothing like that. Look, God had to. She had to come through a virgin. Can you imagine if she didn't, if it didn't come through a virgin, what people would say? Mari, I can see Mari coming up. You are not the father, <laughs> right? In the birth of the Son of God, Jesus the Christ, you are not the father but there's no way God is going to mess this up there's no way God is going to let this let this pass God is going to be God and he's going to be God on the throne so when Jesus came out the womb he came out acting talking walking looking like the father which art in heaven because the disciples when they were when they said when Jesus said peace be still to the winds and the waves they didn't say oh man look at this man they said what manner of man is this that makes the seas obey, right? It makes the wind stop. <laughs> Boys are getting scared. You see somebody stop the wind and the wave, you're going to 
forget somebody with a gun. If they can stop the wind and the wave, I, I'm going to stand next to a person with a gun. At least I can keep myself alive. But if they can stop the wind and the waves, he's totally different. He's a miracle. <clears throat> 36. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived with her son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called bearing. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Look at this. God builds on this. He's like, look, not only you a virgin, and um, I'm going to make sure you have this baby called Jesus, but your cousin, if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to believe the facts, go talk to your cousin Elizabeth. She's six months pregnant. And she couldn't have a baby. So what you what you what you gotta say now? Oh, you talking about the one that she old? She couldn't have no baby. Now she's able to have a baby. Your own cousin? Okay, all right. Okay, well if Elizabeth pregnant, then God can do. God would do the same for me. And then after it says that, it says the next verse: For with God, nothing is impossible. The next, right, the next verse. With God, nothing is impossible. <laughs> Moving into the last verse. Verse 38. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the, and the angel departed from her. We receive it by faith. Look at that. We receive God's word by faith. After she heard these words, and then they, he, uh, he said, look, Elizabeth is pregnant. Then Mary says, okay, the word which you said, I believe. Basically like that. And Mary said, behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it according unto thy word. I accept it. What you just said, I receive it by faith. But look how God works. Yes, it's by faith, right? What is faith? Substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen, right? But look here. God gives her evidence in her cousin, Elizabeth says that she was barren, right? So, remember, we hear the saying all the time, what he has done for others, he can do it for, for you, right? And so, no doubt, the testimony of Elizabeth is strong, right? But it comes through the angel, and so you can fact check to see if this is true. But she accepts this by faith because God is getting ready to do a work. So God does it all. We don't get the glory, but if he's going to do something like this, it has to be. It's going to be a miracle. And he'll work it out in our lives, through our lives, for his glory. Dear God, thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you for this time you've given us to learn about you and just learn about how you work, dear Lord. I pray, dear Lord, that you may continue to work miracles through us, dear Lord. Not miracles, dear Lord, Father, that that we think we've done ourselves, dear Lord, but things that we 
Dear Lord, had, had absolutely no control over, dear Lord, but your hand was guiding us. I you may bless the remainder of this service that it may be pleasing unto you. In Jesus' name we pray.